This episode is sponsored by the IoT Job Site, the world's only dedicated space for applying for and advertising IoT vacancies across the world. Register now for job alerts or get in touch via Let's Talk at the IoTJobSite.com. Welcome to the IoT Podcast Show. As always, I'm your host, Tom White. Today, we are joined by Roland Chai. Roland is the CEO of IOTEX. IOTEX is a blockchain and IoT services business. Absolutely fantastic technology. Really looking forward to this. And thank you very much for coming on to the show, Roland. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Um, really interested to, to kick off this episode, actually. Uh, as we mentioned backstage, it's, it's rare that we've had people talking about blockchain and IoT and, and how that works. Uh, most of our guests are talking about IoT devices, IoT security, how it works from sensor-driven environments. So really eager to get into this. Um, so that our guests are aware, and just to introduce you, uh, what is your background, Roland, and how did you get into this world of blockchain and IoT? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, definitely. Like this is Roland Chai. I'm CEO, co-founder of IoTech Network. Yeah, a little bit, you know, background about myself. Uh, I'm always curious about, you know, how the world, how connected the world could be when I was when I was a kid, right? Um, so that's why I'm so indulged with computer science and hacker, you know, stuff. Uh, when I even was just like a young teenager. Uh, and later, I got my PhD, actually focused on light, light with cryptography uh, from okay. University of Waterloo in Canada. You know, that's where like, uh, you know, Vitalik, uh, the Ethereum co-founder, actually did his undergraduate study. Uh, in, my, in my research, you know, uh, at, that, at those years, basically, I'm so focused on how to design security and privacy mechanism for embedded devices, meaning like the IoT stuff, right? So which has very limited uh, compute, memory, batteries, the battery, and so on. So actually, while my work, uh, of course, with my advisor, uh, uh, we have like an authenticated encryption scheme. It's actually being standardized by NIST, uh, National Institute of Standard and Technology in the United States at the current moment. Yeah, so it's uh, been a very fun journey. That's probably 10, 15 years back. Wow. Yeah, you know how time flies. Uh, after that, I joined Google. I came to Silicon Valley, I joined Google. Uh, just leading a team over there, working on uh, lots of security and uh, cloud-related projects for Google. Uh, so, like one one thing, like I actually my team built what's called uh, Google Cloud Load Balancer, which still earns Google like 10, 20 million US dollar per year. So it's a uh, it's a huge deal for for Google. Yeah, that's where you know I, I learned how to make people connected uh, with information, right? So that's also like a, a, around connection. Then later I joined Uber in 2016. Uh, basically, uh, as their head of cryptography, uh, leading the team, building like the authentication schemes, some confidential uh, computing uh, like uh, systems. Basically, every time you use Uber, right? So you log in. That's my team and the, the system we build behind. Um, so that's that's where I learned, you know, how to connect people with their cars. I'm always thinking about how to connect everything actually in the world. So that's why, like uh, me and two other co-founders, we, stayed, uh, we started the IOTAX back in 2017. Ro Ro Roland, what a background. I mean, how do I follow that, right? You know, so ex-Uber, ex-Google, 
obviously, you know, at a young age, interested in hacking and, uh, you know, and, and getting into computer systems. I think I think that's where it starts for a lot of people. You know, it's certainly for me, my background is in embedded systems. And, you know, I, oh, nice. I was there with... Yeah, so I was there with, you know, PCM, CIA, Wi-Fi adapters and Pringle cans on the end of it and, you know, trying to find networks and, you know, using packet sniffers and what have you. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think everyone starts, starts at an early <laughs> age doing that. Uh, so, you know, that, that's fantastic. Um, you know, inc- incredible background. And, and what led you to starting the business where you're at at the moment? Because the business is, is quite large, right? You're based out of Silicon right. Valley. You've got a number of employees. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, sure, sure. Let, let me start with like the problem we are trying to solve, right? So, so as I, I think you are like an IoT guy, and there are like a, a lots of audience who's also like have a very strong IoT background. Uh, you know, as far as everybody can see, actually, the current problem with the IoT is, uh, you know, so perhaps uh, in twenty forty and maybe thirty, there will be one hundred billion devices in the world, but actually. At least for now, right? 98% devices and data are actually controlled by this 2% centralized entity. Uh, they, they definitely like a dominate everything. So this leads to two problems. So one is a monopoly. So meaning it's like they have everything. They have device, they have data, they have manufacturer, they have user, they have everything. Uh, which makes like the innovation stops here, right? So if you look at the IoT, you compare IoT as of now to IoT probably like five, ten years ago. There's no much kind of, uh, you know, you know, cutting edge kind of new technology that emerged in the past ten years. Of course, we're having nicer cars, we're having nicer phones, but that's kind of just like an iteration of what we already have starting from ten years ago. I think we need like even more disruptive like innovation from here. Definitely, like a monopoly is a big enemy to this innovation. So that's one. Mm. And the second problem, I think uh, that's that's also. Uh, we can see it's like the fragmentation of the IoT entire industry, right? So there are you know so many like a small like a verticals, uh, uh, for for example like a cars, you know smart home cameras, the smart meters, you know the satellite draw. Everything is like its own kind of ecosystem, its own like the value chain. But there is no actually easy way to connect everything all together. For example, you can very easily maybe connect your phone with your car as of now, you know all together. But you, if you want to add, you know, smart home to this connection, or even maybe smart meter to this connection, or even something mm-hmm. else to this connection, then that's kind of become impossible, you know, to connecting maybe four or five, six things all together. So I feel mm-hmm. like the, yeah. So there is a big business opportunity here uh, if we have a way, you know, to connect everything all together. So that's that's yeah. why we started the IOTEX, right? So we are thinking about, you know. How about we work together with every developer on this world who's interested in bringing this like open, fair kind of decentralized backbone to connect all the devices in the world? That'd be like something very fun and also very valuable in the long term. Hundred percent agree. Um, you know, we've we've spoken to people such as Rob Tiffany in the past on on the show where we talk about a, you know a, a common interface, right, and almost lending itself from the open source community that you've got these devices but nothing is necessarily uniformly connected at the moment and that's the issue you know so you've got your smart fridge and your white goods and your phone and your car and the infotainment system but but none of it is synced in in one and that's that's really the next step um and into yeah. allowing allowing that to happen so it's really interesting that you're doing that within an iot sex you know it's uh it, it's a, it's a fantastic uh, premise and, and, and clearly doing well. Um, for those that don't 
necessarily know blockchain or have come from a very machine-to-machine background. In simple terms, can you explain what blockchain is for people that perhaps have heard this term uh, but not really understood what it means? Yeah, sure. I'm happy to. Right. So, so basically, from computer science point of view, it's a very simple data structure. Uh, I can give you like an analogy for this. Uh, think about you probably have like a three, four paper boxes, right? So you just use a rope to just chain them together. So that's why it's called blockchains, right? It's, it's a chain of blocks, basically a chain of boxes. And in each box, you probably like put in some of the records. For example, like a one record being your birth certificate, another one it would be like your tax, you know, some some record. They just put everything into the block, right? And just seal the block and you just tie together to the chain. And every time you have a new records, you're just adding like a new paper box here and putting them into the paper box, seal it, and you know, tie it back to the chain using a rope. That's that's how like the blockchain actually grows. It grows block by block and each block as like you know tons of record, right? So this record is actually called transaction. For example, if Tom I send you like five dollars on blockchain, that's just one record we put into the paper box. Yeah. So that's that's uh that's a very simple analogy for blockchain, you know. But you know, blockchain is such a great innovation because uh it enabled two things that was like unprecedented in human history before, right? So one is consensus. Basically, it means you can build trust at scale. So like I can build like the app probably, you know, uh, engaging with 100 people from everywhere from the world, which I don't know, I don't trust, but we can have a way to work together. So this is like kind of uh, consensus. And another one is incentives. Basically, you it has a very nice setup of the roles in the network, like everyone can contribute in a way and get some sort of reward. But collectively, uh, everybody's like effort just making this entire network, uh, you know, secure and decentralized and work. I think that's kind of like a beauty of blockchain. Great, great, succinct uh, explanation there for, for people. And, 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 and I completely agree. I think, you know, the, the possibilities are almost limitless with blockchain. Uh, and and it, 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 it's easy once you talk about it and then you wonder why we weren't here already, you know, and why we didn't look to try and instigate this uh, in the past. But I guess there's a race between visionary and what's the ability that we have within computer systems at the moment and, and one is leading the front and so on and so forth. Um, mm-hmm. Going a bit deeper into that, Roland, um, how is blockchain used in IoT specifically? And, and what is it that you're trying to do as a business to take that decentralized approach, that daisy chain approach into an IoT ecosystem? Yeah, that, that's a great, great question. Thanks for asking, actually. Um, I, I want to drill down on two points uh, around this one, right? So one is around privacy and the one is around you know, openness and innovation. So the first one, like the blockchain can do for IoT is actually you know, taking back control from big tech. Like I have worked at those big companies, I know like the inner workings for these companies, right? So they gave us like an incredible technology over past decades, almost for free and almost for everyone. Um, it's like a free lunch, but but it's actually not. So our devices, the data actually have been owned and used by these big guys, uh, you know, for their purposes, right? Making money for them, uh, and even sometimes against ourselves. So I can give you some examples here, um, like the ADT. So they're spying on people in their homes. So ADT is like the biggest security systems, uh, like home security systems in the United States. Um, so lots of families, they install these cameras, you know, some like doorbells uh, for like the, you know, 
from the ADP company. But you know, unfortunately, they spy on people in their homes. You know how creepy that could、mm. be, right? Another、mm. example is like I'm sure everybody knows Facebook. Facebook just use people's data to determine their political preference and influence even influence people. So that's really sad to see. So what what like a blockchain can do for IoT? You know, from from this point, it's definitely like we want to give the control of device data back to its owner, right? So the people. So to give very simple example is. Um, you own your private key. You own your Bitcoin, right? No one can just grab those Bitcoin from you without access to your private key. So we apply the same,、uh, you know, technology, same principles to IoT as well. You own your private key. You own this device, and all the data actually produced by this device. No one can take it away from you. So that's that's basically around the privacy and the control. Yeah. And another one, you know, in the long term, even long term, and even more interesting around. The openness,、uh, which leads to innovation, right? So why this openness is so important? Because you know, for now, of course, these big companies they dominate everything. Then for a developer, you know, including myself, and I'm sure I like like you guys, it's not easy to just turn your great idea into a production and just at scale, right? It's almost impossible. Once you have a great idea, like the big guys will always take a leap,、uh, take a leap even be- before you. And just make it happen. So with openness, so there will there will be like a a nicer way to reallocate the re- resources. Like all the talents, they should be working on the thing. Like they are interesting, they are good at, and there will be perfect competition. For example, like a very simple idea about like a doorbell. Probably like ten, twenty, even one hundred open source projects will emerge, right? If we open up the infrastructure, and the best one will win. So that's called perfect competition that leads to the perfect product, and the third is trustworthiness, right? Of course, everything is open and transparent, so you can look into this one. Oh, I trust like the doorbell you built, right? So this all these things all together basically will lead to innovation at scale. I think that's kind of like a mo- probably like the most important thing, like the biggest opportunity here for IoTs and also for this IoT and blockchain intersection in the long run. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fantastic and 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 superbly put, right? It's uh, it, I mean, for me, having that that openness from a, a transparency, security, and innovation point of view, that that's critical, isn't it? If we are to develop in the way that we need to develop, uh, you know, we have to give the power back to the people, and I think in a way that's probably why large institutions are somewhat worried about. You know the decentralized concept, what that looks like, and and losing a bit of control, I suppose.、Um, yeah. But but ult- but ultimately, this is a, this is a train that's not stopping. We're on this path, and、um, it, it's going to be wonderful to see the innovations that can come from this in the future. And and what、uh, IoTex is doing is 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 incredible. You know, and and what you、yeah. started is is fantastic. Can you talk a little bit about some of the industries that you're serving? So I know that you're、uh, involved in healthcare. You're involved in some. Um, some other、uh, some other domains at the moment. Is there any sort of use cases you can talk about and things that you're actually doing right now? Yeah, sure. So there are like a few verticals like we are looking into. We are working with basically like an ecosystem,、uh, like a teams,、uh, startups. You know, who's interested in those idea, right? So basically, like one vertical we are looking into is healthcare. So we do have a you know startup、uh, which is called Healthblocks in Europe, actually working with us on this one. So their idea is pretty simple, right? But you know,、uh, which is efficient actually. So they collect all the devices from like your wearables, 
for example, your watch or maybe something like a what what you call like a like a smart sleeping mat, right? So basically, you put underneath okay. your bed <laughs> when you sleep. It monitors how you, how, how well you sleep, right? So okay. they collect all these data using our infrastructure and technology, and just let user to own that portion of the data. Then later, like a user can actually open up the data to physicians, to other healthcare providers, uh, and even for research institutions. You know, of course, with some certain of like a sort of incentives, right? So people are just just getting paid for the data, or like people are just getting some sort of benefit from the physicians by providing this port of data. So this is like a super interesting one, and, and another one. Um, so we we sort of like looking into uh, is smart home. Uh, this vertical as well. So there is another company. It's a, like a camera company that works with us pretty pretty closely. So we ship a product called like a UCAN altogether uh, last year. So I, I think for now it's more than six thousand UCAN has been deployed to uh, United States families here, right? So the idea is still like a very simple. Um, you own your private key. You own all all the camera data that's actually produced by UCAN. Uh, and no one can steal that from you, right? So even like so, server gets hacked, you're 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 like you know, um, you know you can get uh, stolen. Then still, every data still belongs to you. Like no one can tamper your data, no one can get your data. So that's kind of like around the the um, consumer facing use cases. And there are some yeah. also some like uh, enterprise facing use cases. Um, where where we're, we're doing is actually. Um, so we work with a company called Consensus Networks. So they get a, like a big US, US Navy grad um, based on our right. technology. They build some like the sub medical supply chain solution. It's called HealthNet. Uh, it's also like in production, you know, uh, basically they are protecting like the vaccines, like the COVID-19 vaccines using the technology we have. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Uh, yeah. Well, 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 I think I think that's critical, isn't it? Because I think that one of the one of the issues about adoption of devices for health monitoring, you know, I'm I'm wearing a, a wearable ring at the moment, you know, and uh, have a smartwatch, and because I'm a kind of you know very much into this industry, but a lot of people haven't because of that security element, because people are worried about that, and I think the work that you're doing in companies in this space to, to connect uh, devices and 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 the term internet of trusted things is important for the for the average person on the street so that they're not worried that their data uh isn't secure is going to get into the wrong hands and i think that's one of the main things that you know your business is doing and and hopefully people can be more aware of and that's one of the outcomes that we we hope from this podcast is that people will see it and think well that's a really important step to take um and one of the main advantages of implementing blockchain you know into the iot ecosystem from from your standpoint and what you're doing i mean it's it's fantastic um it just on that note so so obviously security is widely spoken about certainly in iot uh, you have a vision yourself right and you're widely known as a vision for internet of trusted things could you talk a little bit more about that as well yeah um so internet of trust things is like kind of the next generation of internet things, right? So think about um, this Boston Dynamics, they have a rubber dock, right? So which looks very cool. But do you dare to own one at your home? Probably not, right? It could be a killing machine if something goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why we say like this, as trust, trustworthiness is actually like the 
key element for the adoption of internal things. And, and even for now, like a home camera, that's a very simple example, right? So more people are trying to deploy home camera at the home, but after looking at those like a video data leak, you know, this hack camera gets hacked. I, I think a lot of people like, uh, you know, stop from doing that. That's kind of like a block for adoption. Yeah, so for, for, for us, right, in ideal world, we want a user to own their device and data and the utility like the machine, the device it produces, never have to, to worry about like a data leak or device hacking anymore. And the user has uh, like the say to say, I, I want to donate or maybe sell my device data or utility to developers, to research institutions we trust and we like, give them this raw material to build, to innovate, right? To program upon. So basically we want um, have like kind of virtual layer to make uh, every IoT device to be programmable, right? So that's that's where innovation could uh, just just start. So yeah. so if if this idea, like a new ideas, innovations, this excited, like a users, they should share, share like a certain portion of the profit, the benefits, right? And of course, make the world a better place. Yeah, to put this into like concrete example, like for, for, for example, you have autonomous vehicles, right? Um, you could allow, if you own your vehicle and data, you could allow the best developers to build like the best, like a Uber style apps, allowing this car to autonomous pick up people while you're asleep, which generates like a passive income, right? Based on your vehicle, based on the data it produces. Yeah, so so that will make like the world a, a nicer place. Uh, yeah. 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 And, and, I don't, and I don't, all... I, yeah. I, know, I, I was just gonna say, and I think, and I think that that's really, really important, you know, um, to demystify this for people uh, and, and the general consensus around IoT is it's not this big scary concept of everything being connected yeah. and everyone watching you you know there is a, a feeling of this is going to make your life better this is going to be better for you uh, and enrich people's lives and it's something that we talk about a lot here um, I'm curious what are the vulnerabilities though with blockchain you know I, I mean we hear a lot about the good side you know wh where 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 could we come unstuck on this rolling yeah, I, I think that, that's a great question, right? So I would think the biggest vulnerability for blockchain is not about the technology, it's about like a misconception, right? So if you think, or maybe people think blockchain is a silver bullet for everything, that's definitely like not true. So it's a very nice and powerful tool, you know, uh, that can, can be properly used uh, and integrated with other technologies such as IoT and AI to make it very useful. Uh, but of course, blockchain is not, you know, kind of like a zero bullet for everything. Um, so it will be very risky to think uh, thinking that way. Um, mm. on, the, on the other hand, there are like so many blockchain projects out there doing like a weird stuff here and there. But I think IOTAX is probably the only like a like a, any serious project who's working on this, you know, connecting the physical world with the blockchain world uh, using IoT technologies, right? So, so for example, like so far, we have building this blockchain down from scratching, um, which is actually running in production since 2019 and they're running by 100 more delegates globally, processing like a 30 million transactions, right? So on top of the blockchain, we have over 50 like creative uh, decentralized applications around, you know, DeFi, NFT, information marketplace, some financial derivatives based on the real world data, real world information. And, and of course, uh, we deploy 6,000 UCAN. Uh, by the way, you can actually won the CES Innovation Award in 2019. Um, oh, so fantastic. those devices. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah. 
And those devices are actually, you know, living an IoTax network right now, protecting those 6,000 families for their privacy. But, but we are just getting started. We're just getting started. Um, so we're like working on onboarding even new devices, like which are very open source devices like a Raspberry Pi, Arduino. Uh, and mm -hmm. we have also like, we are making also one kind of open source hardware. It's called Pebble. Uh, it's like a GPS plus, uh, it's a GPS tracker plus other 16 different sensors, like a humidity, temperature, you know, some, some vibration or whatsoever. Um, so those data actually can, uh, can be, you know, uh, collected by the people in a trustworthy way and, you know, pumping back to the blockchain for use cases like, you know, uh, like a weather, uh, monitor, supply chain management. Um, uh, yeah, so basically proof of presence, proof of interaction, right? So for example, Tom, so if I made a visit, right, on a certain day, uh, I, I, would ca I could carry my paper tracker and I will push a button, uh, maybe you push a button together, then these two data points actually will go to the blockchain to generate some, some sort of proof. Oh, Tom and Roland was in the same location at this specific time, right? <laughs> Something like interesting, like some very innovative apps will, will be, you know, emerge around this algo as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's it almost seems like it's hand in hand, right? The way that you talk about it so passionately, you know, winning a C CES award in 2019 is, is, is a real accolade and, and recognition of the fantastic work that you're doing. You know, do you see a future whereby, you know, blockchain and IoT implementations go hand in hand and that the, the merger of these together, it's just it's just the way it's done. Is that where you think the future is going with this? Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, I think the future world will be, you know, full of freedom and fairness, right? Thanks to the advance of the technology. Um, but basically, I'm sure, like we can see, the infra will be open to all devices and users, uh, where they can interact with each other like frictionlessly and trustworthily, right? Um, so, so for example, your your car can notify your smart home to get ready. You know, while you're driving back, washing machines can order laundry detergent itself when needed, which will be delivered by maybe a small drone or something like a uh, mm -hmm. maybe a robotic dog, who knows? And your wearable device can monitor your body 24-7 while the AI doctor takes care of you, right? Like a predictively, you know, and, and probably all those scenarios will be happening on Mars. Yeah, it's, it's kind of... Elon Musk, right? So who knows? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah. No, I, 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 no, I think, I think, I think it's fantastic. Um, and 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 you know, clearly, I mean, how old is how old is your business? How many years has it been going? Yeah, we started like in twenty seventeen. Now it's twenty twenty one. So it's almost four years. It will has its first uh, birthday probably in about three months from now. Oh, okay, fantastic. Yeah. And you've grown and you've grown rapidly, haven't you? So so how many people are are you now in IOTEX? Yeah, so we, we, we grew like a really fast. So we have like a, we, we're kind of distributed, right? Decentralized team. So we have yes. roughly twenty Na people naturally, of course you would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a spirit of blockchain. So we have like roughly twenty people here in the United States. Uh, we have like a twenty ish people in Asian like uh, in Singapore, Indian, China uh, and uh, we also have three employees in Europe uh, at the current okay. moment. Yeah. So, but Fantastic. still, like uh, we are, we are engaging with you know developers and open source contributors, even in the IoT space. Yeah, definitely. Like uh, we are so welcome 
to have everybody on board and all work together. Like we are not a company, yeah. right? So we are like a kind of open source foundation,、uh, yeah. just like a emission for this purpose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I've I've got many friends that are contributors, you know, to the Linux kernel, and、um, you know, my, my, you know, that's my background, and you know, and I and I appreciate that and understand what you're doing, and I think it, I think it's great.、Uh, you know, we we need more companies like. Yourselves, right? We need more people, visionary people that know that in order to achieve where we want to to go with this, it needs to be open as much as possible. It needs to be collaborative. We need to drive innovation, and we need to have a common understanding of how things link.、Um, and 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 clearly, that's going to be somewhat challenging sometimes when you have major players that are trying to set a standard and and perhaps don't like to play with each other as well as perhaps they should.、Um, but I think ultimately, if we if we look at the the goal and where and where this is going and 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 the realization of why we're doing this in the first place, that should hopefully rule over everything else. But you know, time will tell with that.、Um, Rowling, it's been absolutely wonderful having you on the show. Honestly, it's it's been fantastic. Such an interesting insight into 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 blockchain. The work that you're doing, really incredible. Where can our listeners find out more about your business? Assume you're online, socials. Can you can you share where people can find out more? Yeah, of course. Like the first stop would be our website, iotx.io. So that's that's where you should get started.、Uh, of course, we have our Twitter, LinkedIn,、uh, Discord channel for developers. Uh, we have our GitHub. Of course, Google is your friend in that scenario, right?、So、just search for IOTAX GitHub, you will get us.、Uh, and also, like、uh, my personal email is Rowling at IOTAX.io. So if you have any, you know, cool ideas, some great thoughts, definitely like、uh, I want to chat with you, chat with our audience here.、Um, especially, you have some idea around how we can make this innovation happen. Oh, it's, it's open infrastructure. Oh, that's fantastic! Well, you can tell you're an you can tell you're an open source guy at heart. You've just given your personal email out to the business, you know, in front of everyone. <laughs> that's, that's a lovely thing. Now, I can't, I, I, you know, not, I, I can't promise you won't get sent a lot of emails now. But hey, that's a good thing, right? So,、yeah. uh, thank you once again.、It's、been great having you on. Good luck with everything. Okay, thank you, Tom. Thank you so much for having me. And if you'd like to find out more about the IoT Podcast Show, as always, go to our website. Join. The discussion in the comments. Get involved, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.